Hey guys, welcome to the Just Danny Podcast with your girl, me, Danny. And you're here, and I am pleased, because child, I really dig your company. So, let's have a conversation and see what the internet done brought us this week. So the heavens done opened up another good weekend for me, guys. I had a really good time this weekend. This weekend, I was able to see not one, but two concerts, and they both were free. Like, I mean, I know, how can it get any better? I'm sure that it can, and I'm excited for it to do so, but this weekend was really, really cool. So every year here in Pittsburgh, we have what's called the Three Rivers Arts Festival. It's um, held, you know, Pittsburgh has like three rivers. They meet at a at a point, and that's what the park is called. That where you know where the rivers meet, and every year artists just line the park with their um, I don't know if they call tents or you know their space to show off their artistry. It's always really cool because you get to see a lot of different things in one space. There's jewelry and metalwork and woodwork and, you know, paintings and just so many things. And it's all free. Just walk into the park and have a great time. But at the same time, there's uh, food vendors. And I'm telling y'all, there's all types of different food selections, but the lines are long. So if you going, you planning on going next year, get ready to stand in line if you want to get something to eat because you're going to be there for a while. But it's not bad. It's not too bad of a time because there's always a concert going on. Somebody is on the main stage. And this year it happened to be India Ari. I know, right? Like, what is you talking about? You trying to tell me that you went to go see a free India Ari concert? Yes, I did, boo-boo. Yes, I did. And I went by myself because I was determined to go. Now, when I got down there, I saw lots of people that I knew, but I traveled alone with the intent on being satisfied with being alone because sometimes you just got to have some time to yourself. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just got to just be with you. And so that's what I did. And NDRE did not disappoint. I went down there with my head wrapped up. People who know me know that I will wear a head scarf in a quick minute. You know, these locks, sometimes they just get hot. I just want to tie them up. So I wrapped my hair up, put on a, a frilly flowy top that just made me feel pretty I did I felt pretty I was just you know I felt like I was dating myself and it was good and India set a nice mood because she came out she had her hair tied her hair tied up she had on this like white tutu it was just she was beautiful she's just beautiful her spirit seems beautiful as well and she just gave us a lot of the hits and she hit on stuff from the first album all the way up to this new album, Worthy. And I don't get any money for it. But if y'all haven't heard it yet, go ahead on and set it, set it on off. Because that album is a whole mood in itself. But go have like an India RE day. Maybe tomorrow will be my India RE day. Anyway, it was an awesome concert. Like I said, there was just like 
seas of brown skin just everywhere and just you know happy and you just you know loving and caring and I saw people that I went to high school with and it's been a minute since I've been in high school but I and we still recognize each other and we still you know gave love to one another and I just I saw so many people people from my church were there people that I've known on Facebook for a long time, communicated with on Facebook, but have never met in person. We met at this venue. I saw people that I used to teach a dance to at this, you know, at this concert. And I just felt good. She brought the sunset in with us. She was happy to be there. I, it seemed as, as though she was anyway. And it just was a great time. I love to see the couples who were together there and the friendships and the laughter. And there was just a lot going on. But all the while, you know, it just felt like a positive energy that was going on. So shout out to India and shout out to all the people who showed up at the Three Rivers Arts Festival. And shout out to the Three Rivers Arts Festival for um, bringing India Ari in. And shout out to me because I was on a date with myself. And let me tell you, I treated myself right. You should do the same. Then on Saturday, my niece graduated from high school and I only have two nieces. So (laughs) it's like, and this is my first one. She's the oldest niece. She graduated from high school. It's my baby brother's daughter. And we showed up there. A couple of the kids went with me. You know, I don't travel with many of them. I don't travel with all of them all the time. So a couple of them went and... It was great to just support my brother and uh, my sister-in-law and my niece. Uh, She just looked beautiful. And she's one of those people that just has like that laid back, quiet spirit. So um, there wasn't like a bunch of excitement. All she wanted was a quick woo And then like everybody sit down. (laughs) But my brother's friends came in from out of town. And to see that kind of support... Um, from friendships that, you know, I know that my friends hold me down, but for some reason it always just touched my heart even more when I see my brother and his friends. Uh, they've been friends for like 20 years and, you know, these are to see men, to see black men holding each other down and like supporting and all of those things, um, It was really, really cool. It was an awesome thing to see. And it's always great when you see one of the babies graduate. So that was my Saturday. And it just was exciting. My grandma was there. Um, My grandma, you know, she don't, we don't see her at a lot of different things out. And um, she said she was feeling good, which is great. You always want to hear your grandma say, that she's feeling good so that was good and it was sunny it was actually too hot on Saturday so we did the little celebration but everybody kind of went their own separate ways but it was like one of those little mini family reunion type things and that was good too so the weekend definitely went out with a huge bang on Sunday um along with the arts festival this weekend it was also 
um, the People's Pride weekend here at, in Pittsburgh. And there was this huge concert for a New Orleans artist named Big Frida. If you're not familiar with Big Frida, you know, go ahead on, do your Googles. Look up Big Frida um, on whatever streaming platform that you use. But Big Frida is an artist that does bounce music from New Orleans. And like if you're familiar with it, New Orleans sound is the bounce music. And when I tell you Big Frida comes with four dancers. It was three girls and one boy. And they are all about like twerking and shaking their booties and all of that kind of stuff. So the concert was high, high, high energy. We had great positioning. Like we were pretty much at the stage the whole time. And um, it was just an hour and a half full of just dancing. And just, we were just giving every piece of myself. Not these legs, when I tell you my legs were so tired by the end of this thing, I need a water. I was feeling like I might have been a little dehydrated, but I was giving it up. I was like, let me get my whole life at this concert. So the mood that India set for me on Friday was a completely different mood from <laughs> what Frida did on Sunday. And I loved both energies and I needed both energies. I needed both of those energies this weekend. And they, they it was so, so much fun. There was just, it was just a sea of people there. Everybody was getting along. People were up and dancing the whole time. They, Frida brought people up on the stage to dance and it just was a place where you could just be yourself and like there really wasn't any question like there there was if if it felt like there was like no judgment in the place and I'm sure people were judging people about doing things that allowed them to feel like they're free itself but nobody stopped anybody from doing it and that felt good now I was <laughs> just in jeans and shorts but there were people out doing and wearing whatever they felt like they wanted to and it just felt great to be free or to to see people being as free as they felt like they needed to be from their spirits but the concert y'all like if y'all get a chance to go see Big Frida check out check Big Frida out because I knew uh, Big Frida has a tv show as well, I'm not really sure what station to come on, but it's like probably like MTV2 or something. I don't know. But Big Frida has a TV show, and some of my um, young adults that I birthed, um, they were watching Big Frida some years ago. And so I was familiar with Frida because I've seen a couple of the episodes, but not enough music to be like, you know you know they don't big frida doesn't shuffle on my phone when i'm listening to music however when i was there it seemed pretty easy to catch the lyrics and but i'm familiar with the bounce sound and so i mean we was just up and we was getting it it felt like i was in the club but outside at the same time and i just felt it was just so much energy and so much fun and i would definitely recommend it like i said i didn't go by myself but now that i know 
Frida, like I knew India, I would go to Frida by myself too. So if you're free to come to a city near you and you got an opportunity to go, put on your dancing shoes. And I mean, don't show up in your heels because that's not, that's not the energy they're looking for there. And get it popping because it was so much fun and everybody needs a little bit of bounce in their life. Sisters are doing it for themselves. If I had like a, a real voice or whatever, I would be like singing the whole verse and all of that. But I just wanted to give a shout out to Rihanna. Um, last week we talked about Jay-Z being the first rap or hip-hop billionaire. And this week we are talking about um, Rihanna being the wealthiest female musician on the planet. Okay. Um, this is according to Forbes, of course. They said that she has just trumped Madonna, Celine Dion, and Beyonce. Madonna was the the uh, wealthiest female musician at $570 million, but uh, Rihanna has just beat her out and now is worth $600 million. We all know Rihanna, you know, was doing music for a while. We haven't heard any music for her from her in a minute, though. We there's like speculation that an album is coming out, but she did launch the Fenty Beauty cosmetic line. And if you're not familiar, of course, again, do your Googles because I be able to hear on these internet streets, and I have seen the line. It's supposed to cover just about every skin tone. Then they're saying, um, even like. People who um, have albinoism and, you know, like the darker skin tones that a lot of the companies don't, for some reason, believe those women want to wear makeup. Like the line of coverage is extensive for what she did, which which is why her makeup, you know, hit off so quick, so quickly and well, because of the attention to the fact that everybody in the world has a skin tone and all of those skin tones want to, you know, at some point want to wear makeup. Not everybody wants to wear makeup, but everybody in every shade wants to wear makeup. That somebody in every shade wants to wear makeup. And she has managed to convince her team to find a way to make coverage for all shades. Now, of course, people tried to, you know, copy her, but apparently Fenty Beauty was one of the first lines to come out with. And I'm not, don't, don't quote me on this because y'all know I don't, <laughs> I'm out here on these internet streets, but I don't know who was the first one to have all the skin tones. It may not have been Rihanna, but her skin tone, her line has hit off well. And so she's made a lot of money from it, but over and above that, she also has um, clothes that she does. Now, there's like a Savage Beauty that she also has. And it's like lingerie and, you know, underwear. But then she opened up the, um, she did like this collaboration with Louis Vuitton and now she has a um a house of the house of Fenty which is just like the couture line and that came out in May in Paris but 
then there's going to be, you know, more stuff coming out. So that's the high end line. And then you can get like the Savage Fenty line um, of lingerie as well. So Rihanna's out here doing it, guys. She's joined the ranks of a lot of other wealthy women. Um, to name a few, we can name Janice Bryant Howard, who is the founder of the um, CEO of the Act One Group. And it's just like a... Um, temp agency work source type of company then there's uh sheila johnson and her and her husbands were the co-founders of bet and then of course you guys know oprah and she's just like a mogul oprah is also um one of the top 10 ranking in Forbes because you know she a billionaire 2.5 billion and she is one of the only five black billionaires in United States then there's Beyonce of course we know she has her own you know empire and she's also married to hip-hop's first billionaire and then Serena Williams who is um I was about to say basketball because y'all know I don't know nothing about sports but she's a tennis player so shout out to Rihanna for reaching heights you know and just keep on showing black girls that they can do whatever that they want to do everybody's shining out here doing big things so um you know i just wanted to shout out the ladies once again because we always getting it popping out here in these streets just saying All right, after we done talked about all these rich ladies that live up in this country, I ain't about to make the Forbes list, but I am trying to get a little bit of listener support, which means that I am looking for some people to come on over to the Patreon page because, first of all, who doesn't want to... Who doesn't want to support a black woman? And I, being a black woman, would like to have your support. So if you want to go over to the Patreon page, it's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash I-J-S underscore one seven. Now that'll be down in the show notes if you can't remember it. But um, yes, the Patreon page is where you will... Give your listener support two tiers at this time, which is one is $2 a month. The other one is $5 a month. If you join the $5 a month one, you get to listen to me talk to you about the recap shows that I watch. So you get all of the um, I on the fix my life and some tape red table talks as well. And that's just for $5 a month. Now, if you don't want to go to the Patreon page and you still want to support this podcast, let me tell you how you can do so. You can share this podcast with your friends. Tell everybody, co-workers, your mama, your grandma, your auntie, your uncle, your brother, they all could take a little lesson or two, you know. They want to get in on the conversation. So you can share this page. And if you're listening on iTunes, Writing a review is a wonderful thing. It don't cost you nothing. But if you want to give me the good full five stars, however many stars, even if you feel like it's two, if you want to put those two stars down there and tell me what it is that you missing from this podcast, I'm ready to listen to it. I, I would love to see that. So go ahead on and, you know, rate 
and subscribe to all any platform you're on subscribe to the podcast if you're on itunes go ahead on and give me a rating and a review george i saw your um, wonderful review and thank you so much boo i appreciate it um and you can get your name shouted out too anyway um guys listener support is a wonderful thing and the patreon page really would and does help and assist with the growth of this podcast because we a community out here we we want these numbers to grow you want other people to know how you feel and you want to be able to be like girl did you listen to just saying this week and they like yeah child i already heard it did what you think about them <laughs> so you that doesn't happen if we don't tell people we hear I appreciate you any way that you want to support this, even if you just praying that this episode is good. I appreciate that as well. You know me. You don't got to take anything I say as facts. I'm just saying. Y'all know I watched Ayanna, right? Of course you do. There's no reason why I wouldn't. And it's again had the Mitchell brothers on there. You guys already know that I am not going to do the recap here. If you want the recap, you got to join the Patreon page. But uh, it was on again. This was a part two. And there's a third part that comes on next week. So if you haven't seen the first two, you got time to catch up and check them out. You can watch them on the own app. And um, whatever streaming company you use. And so that you can catch up because see episode three is coming on this week. But what I wanted to talk about um, was a conversation I was having with my friend after we discussed the episode. And what he said that I thought was really, really good was that forgiveness is hard because I think a lot of times we seem to you know, tell people like, oh, you got to forgive people for your, you know, for your own good. Oh, once you forgive people, you'll feel so much better. And then, you know, we give the thing about like, you know, sometimes you just got to forgive people, even though you're never going to get the apology. And (laughs) I believe all those things are true, but they not easy. And that's, something that I don't think that we tell people so we walk around a lot just like oh I forgave them I'm good you know and it's not it's not an easy thing there are it takes a lot of process in your mind once you feel that you have been wronged that is emotionally physically spiritually mentally if somebody has wronged you in any of those ways it is not easy to forgive someone however I do believe that it is possible and so when I was talking to him we were talking about you know he was saying that he was admitting that he doesn't forgive as easy as he would like to and I had to come to terms with the fact that I believe that There are lots of times when I think that I have forgiven someone and I, you know, I will talk to my friends or even a stranger, shoot, because if somebody want to know about, you know, want to get a story from me, you probably, I'm usually an open book on most subjects. So, you know, I can tell the story without the tears and all of that. And so I believe that I forgive somebody until I find myself in the presence of people who I feel have wronged me. And then I have noticed 
that there's still pain there. And so, you know, I don't know if forgiveness is an erasing of the feeling, you know what I mean? And so we were having that conversation. So I thought maybe, you know, you and I could have that conversation. Like, what is it really to forgive someone because, you know, what are their steps for forgiveness? Or, you know, do we just say like, oh, I'm good, I'm done with it. And then that's how, you know, we go about you know, being forgiving, like, how do you know that you are forgiving someone? So the first thing I want to say is that forgiveness as a definition says that it is an action or a process. Um, and so it, that means that it's not going to, you know, just happen overnight. Like you don't just wake up and be like forgiven, boom, magic fairy dust, you know, comes across and, and, you know, then everything is well. It's just kind of like it's. it says here that it's a process that a victim undergo, undergoes a change in feeling and attitude regarding the offense. It, a letting go of negative emotions. Um, and it's different all the time. And so... I feel like that's one of those things because it's easy to say you forgive somebody you ain't got to see, right? And But if you have to see them, then it's not so easy. I know that there are some people, like let's talk about like when you break up with somebody. When you break up with somebody, you're like, you go through all the breakup motions. We ain't going to get into all of that. But then hopefully what happens is you come to terms with the fact that you have broken up and then you try to at some point forgive the person if they are the one who offended you because sometimes you could be the toxic person in your relationship but we ain't gonna touch on that today um (laughs) you might have to forgive yourself but you come to terms and you you know you decide I just want to forgive them for what has happened and then you know people like to look for the closure which we ain't gonna talk about today but that's a whole because that's we ain't even don't even worry about it but you know you want to come to terms with it and so you're talking to your friends like oh you know girl I, I forgive them like I don't I ain't even worried about none of that. I forgive them for those things. And I know for me, I can, I can rationalize things, right? I can say to my friends, like, I'm not stressed about it. And I forgive them for doing the thing that they did because I know that these factors were in play. And so they may have caused them to be unfair to me, but I have to look at that person as their own person, like an entity outside of our relationship. And so some of the things that were going on with them caused them to be not as favorable to me as possible. Listen to me trying to be mature and adult about it. Because, you know, sometimes you want to be like, no, they were wrong. They did me wrong. I don't care. I'm not going to be. I'm not letting it go. I'm holding on to it forever. And I'm trying to be like, listen, I understand that 
they lost their job and that caused them a great deal of stress and frustration and fear and confusion and they took those frustrations out on me and although it really wasn't about me I received a lot of the negative energy they were giving me and I forgive them for you know, not seeing me in the light in which I should have been seen, but using me to dump their negativity out on. That's a, that's a, you know, trying to be positive here, guys. So, you know, I'm in that place where, you know, I forgive them. I'm good. I'm talking to my friends. But then when I go to the grocery store and I see them, I'm like, hey, you know, because I feel like, some of those feelings still come up. So have I not forgiven them or, you know, am I still in the process? And then how do I, how do I get, you know, through the process if I don't see a person as often as I did when they offended me, especially when they ain't at the grocery store, like, Hey girl, I just wanted to let you know, like, I'm sorry because, you know, like I was, I had lost my job and then like, you know, these things that I already mentioned, whatever, you know, they're not saying that to me in front of the Lunchables, you know, so we just kind of like, hey, they usually with whoever they new person is and, you know, you just looking like, "Mm, I guess so. And so I, that was... Me realizing that even though I thought that now I now that didn't happen. Let's <laughs> nobody was at the lunchables. My ex and I have not met up at a lunchables section of any grocery stores any time <laughs> after we broke up. However, I have seen my ex, and if you guys are familiar with the first, you know, sets of episodes, I talked a lot about my ex, and so. You know, I have seen my ex since the breakup, and for the most part, I feel like with them, I'm good. But there are some other people that I know who have done some things, and and so when I see them, I'm just kind of like, nah, dog, like, that stuff's still, like, shady, and I feel a way about it. But I don't feel a way so much that I want to cause a scene or I want to demand a conversation with them or anything, but I still feel like, am I, have I forgiven them if I still feel a way? And I feel like, yes, I feel like, yes, I'm not upset with you anymore about whatever happened, but the feelings are still true to me. And so maybe for me, I feel like maybe it's just like a trigger warning to keep me from getting too close to people that I know don't have my best interest at heart. Fair. Um, because, you know, maybe it's just my, my body saying to me like, Mm, you got to let it go. But you have to also be mindful that you're not putting yourself in, in, in harm's way. And this person is a person who has committed more than one harmful offense against you. And so I think it it's my body's way of being like, nah, remember, like whatever because the last time I was with near someone who I felt 
that I had to think about, like, am I forgiving this person? They said something about one of my children. Oh, I know. you like, I know they ain't saying nothing about the baby. But I'm like, yes, they did. So I'm like, okay. Uh, it was pretty serious, right? It was a pretty serious thing they said about my baby, one of my children, years ago. And we never... We never had a conversation about it afterwards. Um, and I felt like I can't believe you was talking about my child. And after that, I just kind of pulled back from them. Okay. Then I saw them recently and they just talking to me regular. Like they never said anything, but we've like years have gone on and we've had family functions and I've seen them and, uh, there were, you know, family reunions and baby showers, all kinds of stuff, family, you know, family gatherings. And I've seen these people, this person. And so, you know, we never brought it up. And so this time when I saw them, I just kind of felt uneasy, mostly because they were asking me if I thought that child would want to assist them in something that they needed done. And I was thinking in my head, like before that happened, you know, it was just like, Hey, you what's going on? How your life doing? Blah, blah, blah. This time I was like, Oh, okay. So, but you wanted to talk about my child some years ago, but now you want their assistance. Now I didn't say that out loud, but in my, in my mind, that's how I felt out my mouth I was just like I mean I'll ask them but <laughs> I felt like that so then when I was in my car I was just like am I over this I can't be over this because I'm saying it like that but so I thought I forgave them but I and I've seen them and I didn't really feel a kind of way in their presence before but now that you want their assistance I feel a kind of way about what you said and that was when we saw each other it was not the time nor the place to bring it up however I was just like this forgiveness thing like dog it ain't easy at all because I thought I was over this thing and clearly I'm not so you know that's that for me that's another scenario where it's just like there could be a trigger thing that could bring something back up And so I don't know, does forgiveness mean, again, does it mean that you let it, that you never remember it again? Or is it that you don't let the feelings eat you up so that you can't push past it? Because I feel like, I I feel like for me, that's still a scenario of pushing past it because I was able to see them and speak to them and, you know, exist in the same space with them without having the feelings of like, you know, revenge or anything like that. I don't know what other synonyms I could use for that, but like there weren't any harmful type feelings until that day. And then it wasn't really a harmful type thing, but I still, I was feeling a little petty, like, Oh, maybe I'll just tell them. No, maybe I won't even mention it to them. And then I won't get back to you. You know how the petty stuff go, you know, you know how you think about the petty stuff. So like, that's what I was thinking. Right. And it's just, cause it's just difficult. Like it's hard to forgive somebody. And, and when they're telling you that whole thing about, you know, oh, forgiveness, you, that, what is it? 
you're going to have to forgive people even though you don't get the apology. Again, I believe that that is very, very true. Forgiveness doesn't have anything to do with the other person. It has to do with you and how you handle the trauma that you receive. And so you don't need the apology because a lot of times people ain't going to do nothing but just be like, okay, sorry. And if you know me, (laughs) you know, sorry don't work for me. I mean, I'm just saying like, Sorry is just really cheap for me. I need you when when you apologize to me, if you're going to apologize to me for anybody out there who feel the need to want to try. I need you to explain to me that you know what action occurred and that you understand how that may have affected me and then I need you to express to me your intent to never do that thing again now I know that's a lot which is why I don't look for it (laughs) from most people and it's not me being like ain't nobody never gonna give me an correct apology it's just like I don't have the expectation um that you will apologize to me for me to be able to move past an issue unless it's something that keeps occurring and then I'm like that's on me because I need to go because clearly we not gonna be able to work nothing out but it's still the fact and then a lot of times like we can not forgive people because we also feel the guilt for something that we said or done as well and so you know how people are like yeah I mean they, I said whatever, whatever, but they, but they said, and that thing right there will, will hinder an uh, forgiveness because if you, if you can't get over what you said, cause maybe something, maybe something that you are, you said or did was just as bad or nearly as bad and so you can't forgive them for what they did because then you have to take ownership in your part too and that would definitely make forgiveness a hard thing to do because a lot of us cannot take ownership in our part of some things now again I I, mostly I just mean that like when you have an argument with somebody because you know sometimes you say some things and then they say some things and you say some things and they say some things and then sometimes they cross the line so then you cross the line or you cross the line so then they cross the line you know that's what I mean when I'm saying like sometimes people don't forgive for what was said because they have to also take into account some things that they said and they don't want to apologize for what they said so they're not going to forgive and that's that's not easy and I understand that you're like oh well but you know why I gotta say sorry for they ain't saying sorry for and I'm not even telling you that chill out I'm not I'm just saying that I can understand how that could be hard to find a space of forgiveness when you understand that you participated but you haven't taken accountability for your actions as well I don't know I just feel like when when we're trying to be forgiving 
we think that there's this thing again where there's like a grand apology you gotta call people up y'all sitting at a dinner you know I don't know what you think there's a letter being written something going across the sky and it's not that I think it's more of a feeling where one you don't like if you have to speak about it or when you think about it it's not you don't feel the hurt anymore and um more often than more often than not it it's a place of peace about a person or a situation and trust me i have experienced some horrific situations um and i feel like i have forgiven some people for some things and also i've forgiven myself maybe that's a hard one too child forgiving yourself yourself like really like forgiving yourself is really really hard because no like, people usually don't apologize to themselves for doing things to themselves that are harmful and we know we do some harmful things some people eat too much some people stay with a person too long some people stay at a job too long some people you know just don't don't treat themselves right and so you're not usually sitting in your mirror like self I want to tell my tell myself I'm sorry for staying with that person two years too long and I intend to no longer stay with people that are toxic to me for so long like you don't do that right we just don't do it and but maybe we should maybe that's how we can forgive ourselves for some things because a lot of times truth be told I mean gotta take it as fact you know I'm just saying but a lot of the times we find ourselves in positions that aren't the best for us because we aren't being the best for us. And so forgiving ourselves has definitely have to be a hard um, feat because we ain't taking accountability for how we treat ourselves a lot of the time. So maybe that's what I'm going to do tomorrow. Tomorrow when I get up, I'm going to just look up in the mirror and say, self, I apologize for whatever offenses we ain't gonna get into them I'm not about to give you mine but like you know find your find yours and tomorrow morning get up in the pot today shoot at lunch or something go in the bathroom sit at your computer open the little phone camera app turn it around so it's looking at you and just say to yourself self I'm sorry I'm sorry I ate all that potato salad this weekend. I mean, I know the having fun at the barbecue and, you know, whatever. Whatever you got to say to yourself, I don't know. <laughs> I'm making light of it, but this is a serious situation, guys, because we have to forgive ourselves and we need to forgive other people. We Again, we're not going to get the apology most of the times. An apology is actually most of the time won't change how you felt, but you working on you. Now, that's a thing that's possible. So, yes, forgiveness is hard, but it is also possible.
Look at this, we done did a whole nother podcast again. Don't forget this Sunday is Father's Day. So, you know, make sure you get out there and get those special men who are being positive male role models in their children's lives. Some gifts, get your daddy something if you feel the need. Um, <laughs> I don't want to tell you to do something that you don't feel, but it is Father's Day. And so celebrate the, the fathers that, you know, deserve a celebration and y'all know ladies you already know if you know me you know every year i be like we ain't daddies so this ain't your day mother's day just passed we had one let these men have they shine and if you don't have any positive role models that are uh, men in your lives then you know, get online and support some men who are out here because, you know, we walk these internet streets anyway. So we want to go ahead on and maybe celebrate some fathers that we see out in the world doing some positive things because there's there's always somebody to to, you know, uplift. Anyway, guys, I'll be here every week. Check me out on them social medias, Twitter. Instagram is going heavy. Make sure you're over there checking that stuff out. And, um, have a great one, guys. I really appreciate you being here. Remember, you don't got to take anything I say as fact. After all, I'm just saying.